Deputy Carl Crow and Senator Timmy Dooley uh, want to be in particular, I suppose, to meet the uh, Clergy uh, County Board to see their plans. And um, I've asked as well to make sure that the ladies football and camogie are at that meeting as well, and they will be there and it will be a joint meeting. I think that's very positive. I've tried to do various visits around the country, and when I meet the GAA, I am now saying that we need to meet all codes together because... Uh, I think it's very, very important. I think the GEA, to be fair, and the, the other associations are moving that direction themselves. That's up to them. Uh, but we want to make sure facilities are available to, 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 to everybody. And I think uh, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, what, they're, what they're going to be saying to me today. Uh, I'm also going to be canvassing in the Shannon Municipal District as well with Councillor Paolo Gorman, Rachel Hartigan and David Griffin as well, um, which is, I suppose, a key target area for Fianna Fáil as well, where we have three excellent candidates. I know Councillor Pat McMahon is, is not standing um, and I think we have a real chance of taking three seats in that electoral area, uh, and we're going to be pushing really, really hard for that. Meeting with clergy, and as you say, it was important you meet with ladies football and camogie delegations as well, and you mentioned facilities there. Do you envisage, uh, certainly if it's not brought to your attention, that you will put forward that there should be further use of uh, the GEA grounds within the county, Cusick Park, etc., for uh, ladies football and camogie? Well, we have a new rule which I introduced uh, as Minister for Sport. Um, if we're going to be funding any sport or any sports facility, then there will have to be similar access for men and women. Um, so we, we can't, I'm not going to make a law today saying this has to start today, but if we're funding it into the future, uh, we will be, that, that will be a condition of the funding. And what we've said is that there will have to be a published policy showing that access is on similar terms to men and women. And that applies to every single sport uh, who are getting the larger grants. So if you're getting a regional grant uh, or a large-scale sports infrastructure grant, which some facilities will be applying for, we're going to open that large-scale grant uh, fairly soon. Uh, That that will require a published policy on this. What What we're asking clubs to do who have applied for this round of sports capital and those applications are already in, they would have to certify that that is the case. But for the larger grants, it's a published policy. It does, of course, mean that age-old argument uh, that, you know, the L- Camogie and the LGFA should come in. Uh, obviously, they're different associations, but that ultimately they should come in under the wider GAA umbrella. Uh, do, is that something you would like to see eventually happen, Minister, where it would make uh, something like this, you know, more frequent and wider use of GAA-specific grounds by those uh, sports? It, w- it would be easier to smooth that path. Well, I'm very supportive of the work that's ongoing at the moment between the three associations, but ultimately that's a matter for themselves. And I know that there's huge work going on uh, that Mary McAleese is coordinating between the three associations. And I have met the associations together with Mary McAleese, and essentially I wish them well. But totally separately to that are the rules that I've just discussed um, that are being have been brought in by me really as a condition of funding. So even if the merger never happened, we, we in future will not fund facilities where there's not similar access for men and women. And, and, and anyone who say that, to, that there's nobody has really disagreed with that. It makes sense and I think uh, people, are, people are certainly moving with the times. Will you be meeting representatives or delegations or clubs involved in other sporting co- codes within the county beyond uh, Gaelic Games? There, there, as I understand that there will be a number of discussions, but the primary focus of my visit is is with the Clare GA. They specifically asked for this meeting through Deputy Crow and Senator Dooley, uh, and I'm only too happy to facilitate it. We'll be going to the tennis in Limerick tomorrow as well. Um, and a key focus, I suppose, from a political point of view, uh, is to make sure that our candidates, particularly somewhere like the Shannon Electoral Area, where we have a really good councillor, uh, and two very young, new, brilliant candidates as well in the ticket, to give that focus as well. Uh, and to make sure the Fianna Fáil message gets out there and to make sure that we are 
picking up seats where we should be picking them up and I think the Shannon Municipal District is certainly one example of that. Have you visited clubs, or be it GA or otherwise, within the county before, Minister? And, and, and if so, what were the main topics that they brought up? Does funding and development tend, further development tend to be the main ones? Well, I haven't been to Clare yet as Minister for Sport. Um, I have been on... I've visited lots of counties and to be fair to, to Cahill and to Timmy and to other public representatives as well, uh, they've been pressing the case. I'm very glad to be uh, in Clare today uh, to, 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 to meet, in this case, the GAA, but also to see uh, what's happening on the ground. And I'm sure I'll hear a lot more as the day progresses. We recently discussed uh, minority sports on the show. Uh, will there be funding opportunities for, for minority sports, Minister, or have, have uh, minority sports clubs within Clare uh, already applied for funding? Have they received it? Well, the Sports Capital and Equipment Programme closed last September and we're now currently going through the applications. And any member of the public now can see on our website the list of clubs that applied for funding under the Sports Capital Programme. And you'll find a wide range of sports uh, applying for that. I suppose over the years, the department has got criticism that maybe soccer hasn't got enough uh, support. And we really put a big effort in last summer with the FAI to uh, reaching out to soccer clubs. And we've seen a notable increase in the number of football clubs applying uh, for sports capital funding. And that's very welcome. Boxing clubs as well. Boxing is one of the ones, of course, where we do really well at an elite international level. And I want to make sure they were... Uh, making the case as well for, for funding. So all those applications have been considered. We've also seen as well what is, I suppose, is a minority sport here, but certainly not on the world stage, is cricket. Uh, and there's a really strong uh, interest in cricket in the Midwest. And I met some representatives. Um, I know Carl and Timmy were talking to me about Clare, but also Limerick as well. Um, what can we do for cricket? And that's really, really important because once you, go, once you leave the, the national and local level, it's a, it's a different world. I mean, cricket is just so big and there's huge potential into the future for that. But there's lots of other sports as well, uh, and all of those sports were given the opportunity to apply under sports capital, and our ambition is to be as fair as possible, to spread it out, not only around the country, uh, but also around all the various sports that are there. Because why? Because what we want to do in government is to increase our sports participation rate. So we have a rate at the moment of about 43% of adults take part in sport regularly. We need to up that to 60%. We've seen some progress on that, uh, but we've got to make sure that happens and we activate whatever sports it is to get people more active, uh, healthier and enjoying themselves more as well. Uh, and that's, that's what my mission is as Minister for Sport. And in getting more people involved in sports and getting more active, one of the key areas we touched on during last week's discussion on minority sports, we spoke with a representative who's very much involved with girls soccer within Clare and they're seeing increased participation within that sport on the back of uh, Ireland being in last summer's World Cup and women's soccer in general growing over the last number of years. But we do know that uh, dropout rates in terms of sport are higher amongst uh, girls than boys. What 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 does the government? What is the government doing, or what what needs to be done to encourage more young girls to to stick with sport? Uh, you know, uh, longer than they currently are. If 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 eventually they're going to give it up at some stage. Well, you've hit the nail on the head there, and that's not just anecdotal, and that's not just one sport. There's really serious uh, research which shows that that is absolutely the case across all sports across that you know, mid to late teenage uh, girl uh, age. Uh, and that is a problem. Um, but there is a programme at Sport Ireland which is called the Her Moves programme, which is designed to showcase sport to teenage girls uh, to keep them in sport because we don't have the same problems 
uh, with boys of that age. Certainly not to the same extent. By the way, we want to get more boys and girls involved in sport at that age. It's probably not enough even still, but it is a fact that girls are more likely to drop out if they play sport. So the Hermes programme is really, really important. And additionally, in last year's budget, we doubled the funding for specific women in sport programmes, and part of that money will be going into this exact area uh, to make sure uh, that we keep girls involved in sport. Last year, as part of the World Cup, um, the department uh, granted an extra half a million euro uh, of funding to the FAI specifically for um, the women and girls in soccer programmes. Now, there were issues with the FAI late in the year and that money was only released at the end of the year. So that money is now starting to be spent. They have that money now. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to visiting some of those programmes in the coming weeks. And, and that will be right around the country as well. And I suppose local soccer clubs or local leagues, I suppose, can inquire uh, with the FAI as to, as to how that money has been spent. Because that, that, that's a matter for the governing body itself.